And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Let's do it. Every Thursday morning, after a long night of Wednesday playoff action, just waiting for you in your podcast feeds as you wake up, it's Point Point of Contention. contention. (laughs) On the Athletic NBA Show as a part of the Athletic Podcast Network, it's myself, Zach Harper, teeing up the toughest topics and questions to Marcus Thompson, Jade Hoy producing, producing, Every Thursday, subscribe to the Athletic NBA Show. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to give you some of the craziest and most hard-hitting theories and takes of playoff action possible. And you'll get point of contention right in your eardrums. In fact, if you don't like it, we'll have a point of contention for you. Right here on The Athletic. Welcome to The Athletic NBA Show on The Athletic Podcast Network. Hey, it's Hoopy Jason. We are live. On the yeah. air, it's uh, David Holdridge here in D.C., my man, Marcus Thompson in the Bay, Warrior signing all kinds of folk to short deals. They're actually not signing all kinds of folk. <laughs> Agreeing <laughs> to signing, terms with all kinds of folk. They're signing a certain <laughs> kind of folk, right? <laughs> a very particular kind of folk. I got you. I got you. Joining us in the on this on this auspicious day, second day of free agency, Dave Dufour, my man. Dave, where are you located right now? I'm in North Texas. In Texas, um, okay. In an undisclosed location. Undisclosed location. Yeah. And Seth Park now, still in the afterglow of Buck's dominance. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's amazing how fast uh, people turn the page here. There's uh, <laughs> uh, Buck's Nation is, is, uh, is, is a light on Twitter with their uh, thoughts about free agency so far. We're talking repeat. They're excited. Hey, man, forget this free agency, DA. I got... I got some like milestone to share. What you got? This is hoops adjacent. I got a little bit of adjacentness. Okay. You guess what I did yesterday? What'd you do? High school orientation. <laughs> yes, I sir. Even bought, I even bought the sweater. I bought. What? I did the parent sweater where I went and copped the sweater. My daughter oh my is going goodness. to high school. Wow. Oh my. Like goodness. I'm freaking out a bit. It's. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like we only—it's pe- the leadership team is on the campus, and, right? Right. Uh, I'm like, yo, yo, <laughs> crazy. That's I'm, crazy. Isn't it? I, yeah, I just uh, graduated from high school, Marcus, not too long ago. <laughs> Facts. So, also Billy Madison tip, right? Mm. Where, where, oh my yeah, god, that would yeah. be how much fun would that be? I'd have a blast. He be just terrible, awful. My guy just passed away, right? The guy, what's the guy's name that gave the speech at the end? It was the principal at the end of Billy Madison. Um, damn, what's his name? He was on he was on SNL for a million years as a writer, and he gives a speech about what you just said. Do <laughs> you know died? points? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he away. died. Just like three days ago or something. Yes. Yeah, Shetta. I'm so sorry. I can't remember his name. Josh? Is it Josh? No, no. It's Rob Robert. I think something. Oh, this is awful. Somebody look it up. Tell let us know in the comments. Yeah. What is ne- that's yeah, one of the sad. funniest speeches of all time. <laughs> it just it gives it so deadpan. It's so brilliant. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly, he goes to do four and eight games. Oh, I don't play around, guys. You know, I take this very seriously. Basketball is serious business. It as is I serious. Always say it is business, 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 business in the NBA, business. in the business of basketball. As we go through this, now look, it actually started last week when uh, the Lakers got Westbrook. But let's let's put that to the side for now. Let's talk about everything that's happened in the last. 19 hours, let's say, um, and starting with Miami going expendables and, and just bringing all the all the old guys in. <laughs> I am in the Lakers going expendables. But, uh, but there's method to Miami's madness. It, it could work. They could win a championship with that group. It could also be a flaming disaster. Uh, I wonder what you guys think about it. You can go around the room. Just start talking. Don't uh, There's no uh, no order here. Just well, talk I'll start then. Like it. Uh, yeah, listen, Kyle Lowry is a very good basketball player. I think if you add him to your team, that's a good thing. Uh, I'm not really worried about the money at all with, yeah. with Kyle Lowry. Um, it's more the Jimmy Butler money, but we'll get to that. I'm sure, uh, this is, a, this is a great move for them. They added a good point of attack defender. It was one of their weaknesses last year. Kyle yeah. Lowry, obviously we don't have to talk about him all that much as to what he brings as a leader and the stuff he brings on the court. His shooting is going to be important for them. Um, I worry about some of the other fits, you know, with that roster. When you roll out Jimmy Butler, PJ Tucker, Bam Adebayo, what's that space going to look like for Duncan Robinson? We saw what it looked like in the playoffs against the Bucks, and it wasn't great. Yeah. Um, but I, I look, if you are a a contender, you have to make moves to to get to the finals, right? And clearly, Miami was not as good as they looked in the bubble with right. the same roster. They saw that they knew it and they looked to make upgrades. And I think this is what you do. This is what, if you're, if you like the Miami heat, you're pumped because, Hey, we're doing something. I, I agree with Dave. I think that the, the PJ Tucker move is almost too cute. Um, Mm. I I feel like a little bit too much of that move was based on wanting to take him away from the bucks as much as, as, He's needed and useful on this team. I would have liked to see them use kind of that slot, that money on kind of some younger athleticism. You can't win wins. hating, Seth. You can't <laughs> win hating, right? No, but I'm, I'm trying to but, build a championship by hating. They're like, oh, we're going to hate on the Bucks. That's how we're going to win. Yeah, right? no, but, <laughs> but, but to win it, to, for them to be a, a, you know, or a contender, like Kyle Lowry and, and Jimmy Butler have to get to the playoffs healthy. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's a pretty, you know, that's an old core. And, and who is going to take those minutes? Because they don't have they don't have a lot of avenues to add more playable guys to the roster right now. I would so say that would be what I would worry about. That's an old yeah. team. They spent a lot of money on. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I like Kyle Lowry. I even like Jimmy Buckets. Did they answer the Giannis question? Mm. Did they answer the KD question? The KD Kyrie James Hardware? I don't think they did. I don't think they still have the firepower to match. And I'm sorry, Seth, but BJ looked a little old down the stretch, <laughs> right? Like oh, you don't have looked- to tell me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't listen to Nerder. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was I was calling for more Pat Connaughton. Basically, I, oh, I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's not a like, shooter. He doesn't. I'm sorry shoot. to bite your your take. Okay? Yeah. PJ, look, PJ just looks oh you could see him he was still good he was effective but you could see it waning yeah. but you can't be in the east and not answer the Giannis question right. you got to get through Giannis and you got to yeah. get through KD and you you still got to get through Embiid and I don't know that they did it I feel like 
It, it feels like, as one of the commenters said, they might have bought a six seed. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. They could have they done a better job, I think, with Blake Griffin instead of P.J. Tucker. That's right. a good call. No, I know what you're saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I, it, to me, it's not even so much about P.J. Tucker because these numbers are – they're not great, but they're not horrible. It's a two-year sure. deal, right? I mean, it's not, it's, not, it's not, you know, hamstring you in any way. To me, it's – the the question the, the thing that's interesting to me is that you really think Duncan Robinson has another level, right? Like you really, you don't pay a guy 90 mil to just be the same guy, right? You're saying he can be better than he is now. He's going to do better than he is now. And you're believing that Tyler Hero is going to bounce back to bubble Tyler Hero, right? So to me, those are two. You can say we gambles. might be back in the bubble, so it's possible. <laughs> yeah, well, we might be back in the bubble, right? So, um, but that to me, it, it, for the Heat, is the fascinating thing. I did not believe they would not use one of those guys as bait. To your point, Seth, to get that athletic wing. To your point, Marcus, that might be able to stay in front of KD and stay in front of Giannis a little bit. And they they haven't done it yet, and it doesn't look like they're going to do it now. So. It is nice that you add a guy like P.J. Tucker who is accustomed to fouling constantly to yeah. a defense that just fouls, <laughs> fouls for the entire 48 minutes, right? Like, so he is going to be fine defensively. Right, right, right. right. He's going to fit right in. Yeah. Uh, but when he's not shooting the ball, right, it's going to kill him. Yeah. And they are not going to be able to play him in, uh, with Bam in the playoffs. And Jimmy Butler, um, and listen, th- shout out to Matt Moore because he pulled this up <laughs> from uh, – what is the action network? Mm-hmm. Uh, the list of players that play more than, you know, 20,900 minutes in their first 635 games. Jimmy Butler's one of these guys, but I'm going to name some other guys. Anything come to mind? Chris Weber, Moses Malone, Steve Francis, Spencer Haywood, Jamal Mashburn, John Wall, Alonzo Mourning, Blake Griffin. Microfracture. That's oh, what yeah. comes to mind. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of miles on Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, it's maybe the cruise business is back. I don't know. <laughs> And maybe you don't care about that $380 million you just doled out, but you're right, man. That six seed, that rings true. And it's what it feels like. Maybe they're a five seed if everything pops off. And of course they're, they're hoping to get to the playoffs healthy and all those things. But is this a playoff roster? I don't I mean, know. it's a playoff roster. I don't know. Is, is that championship roster? You spent championship you gotta, you gotta add <laughs> You know what I mean? You got to like, add Miami Heat culture to the equation, right? No, gotta, right. No, no <laughs> doubt. That's what I'm saying. Like, heat culture, you need, baby. You, They'll get you, them in there. You gotta you gotta really believe Duncan Robinson is an all star caliber level of player to me to dole let, out that kind of money. You know, I mean, let, let, let me. I mean, you're talking about a playoff contender caliber roster. It's it's thin, slow, and small. It is small. which which is you know very small. You, you can get right. you can get away with. I think you can get away with one of those. Yeah, all three of them seems like a lot to a lot has yeah. to go right. Yeah, especially because yeah. we just saw what happened. In the playoffs, right? You know the right. Bucks were big as hell. That's right. why. And that's part of why they ball. beat. Yeah, yeah. they just bully ball them. Yeah, no, no yeah. question. Let's talk about Chicago for a minute now. The the Bulls, you know, kind of showed their hand. Everybody knew they were into Lonzo. They wound up getting him. Um, I think on a really good deal for them because I my assumption was it was going to be marketing that would have to be involved in this for them to get Lonzo, and they they got him without putting marketing in the deal, which I think is is a big win for them no matter what you think of Lonzo. So I think it, it helps them, you know, a lot. And then adding Caruso on top of that, I thought they had a pretty good day. I thought the Bulls did pretty well. They moved Sadoransky's contract too, you yes, know, um, yes. Garrett Temple. I, look, the Bulls, 
I mean, we can't call it a home run because you didn't get LeBron James or Kawhi right, right, Leonard. Right. But you got good. Lonzo Ball, who is a perfect glue guy, I think there. He's going to be really, really great with Levine. He's going to be great on the defensive end when you've got Vooch behind him. Alex Caruso, one of the six or seven best guard defenders in the league. So your point of attack defense where you've got that weak center behind you, like weak rim protecting center, yeah, that's huge for them. So that's two big-time upgrades. Lonzo offensively is going to be fun with Levine and Vooch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he's not going to run a lot of pick and roll. That's fine. He's not going to attack the basket a lot. But what he's going to do is those hit-ahead passes. He's great at, at finding unique angles in the half court. And you've got two pretty unique scorers in Vooch and, and Zach Levine that are going to be able to play off of him. I, I love Lonzo Ball as a player generally. I think he's really grown into, mm-hmm. you know, this perfect fourth or fifth starter guy. Like, mm-hmm. I called him Danny Green 2021. Yeah. Right, yeah, the passing yeah. you can trust him more on. It's high praise from Dave. Anyone? I mean, that is Danny the Green. highest <laughs> praise. And so, you know, I, I think that the Bulls just like this was two sensible moves that yeah. make them so much better. They could be this year's Knicks, and, and it, it surprises. Ex- it extends to me. It really helps Zach Levine because now you got two guys that can guard <laughs> perimeter people that he doesn't. You can always you hide him on the worst. You can Come always on. hide him on the Zach worst. Levine after Team <laughs> USA is about to be a stopper, baby. Come on. Are you watching this? I mean, are, are we going to a two-way player, Zach Levine? Is that what we're going to get? That's right. watch, you watch what Team USA did to Zach Levine's defense. <laughs> it is and, and DA. Well, here's the other thing, though. They, they've got a good chance here to extend Levine. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and I think making these sorts of moves, I think he's going to look at it and say, okay, well, we're, sure. we're doing well, good the, stuff. The, we're trying to win. The part that really intrigues me about this is I think what we one of the things we lost is Zach Levine off the ball. I think he's an incredible slasher. I think he's, yeah. I mean, he's obviously a great finisher. His transition game is exploded. You kind of just don't see that anymore with him right. being, the, okay, give me the ball, I'll go cook. I think with Lonzo, that's another element to his game. And we're seeing that, Zach. In the in Team USA, because he's not Mr. Everything, right? Yes. He's right. knocking down the corner threes. He's finishing in transition. He's slashing. That's a whole different element to his game that's kind of gotten lost as he become as he became to put the ball in my hands. I think with Lonzo, can you imagine how many times he's gonna get that backdoor lob or in transition, Lonzo's gonna see him yeah. and move the ball ahead? Like that's the part I'm looking forward to. It's a whole different area of his game that kind of has been un treat it that now gets to be exposed which helps him and another thing is like i I think it will slot kobe white into the position where he should be for right now right you mean starting point guard future all-star kobe white is that what you're saying that's is that what you said i don't think think, kobe i think you gotta move kobe white now oh see i think kobe could come off the bench and be sort of a, a scoring guy coming off the bench and it's a little bit easier because you don't have to worry about him totally destroying your defense when you've got Vucevic behind you. Yeah. So I, I think that this slides him it, where he ought to be right now. And and he may get moved, right? That may be a guy that they're floating out there for another piece. Yeah. But, man, the, the Bulls are going to be fun. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Seth, how did they build? They, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I, they, I mean, after we've seen kind of some of the money thrown around in, in the last 20 hours or so, um, something we said at the the deadline when they traded for Vucevic is getting like the last two years of his contract was better 
spending of their cap space this year Mm -hmm. than pretty much anyone has done on the open market. And you say, okay, it cost them a little bit. It cost them a first round pick. And that's true. And the season didn't go well from then. But now you look at their team and they are a a sensibly competently constructed roster. This is not I don't think this is this is a team that's not going to battle for the conference finals just yet, I don't think. But this is going to be a a good, solid basketball team. And from where they've been the last couple of years, that's a pretty big step up. Yeah, they should, and still, I, there's still room for improvement. They still yeah. have lower. Pa- I mean, Patrick Williams could. Yeah. I mean, right. I think right. a lot of people like his potential, and that's yeah. you know that if he develops into kind of the uh, the all around four that people are expecting, like that, that's another big jump this team makes. Yeah, and they the take, Bulls ought to be good, right? Like it's Chicago. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, but you yeah. take. You take Kobe White and Markkinen, I think you could get a pretty good player you got for that. Another flip, you got. You know, you flip those yeah. two guys for a for a solid, unspectacular, you know, uh, you know Otto Porter five years ago type of three. Did you, you know? say Golden State Warrior Otto Porter? Is that what you said? Did you said three and D extraordinaire Otto Porter. I think it's. I think he's a great fit for them. I think if they could get Danny Green, right? Like yeah, this would be like perfect that. for yeah, them. Yeah, somebody like that. Are you shaking your head in agreement? No, Seth, just, 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 just yeah. you know, every like, team. Oh, look, yeah. I'm every doing every team, team needs, needs Danny Green, guys. <laughs> I, I just, Danny Green. Yeah. It, it was eight, eight years ago. Every team needed Serge Ibaka, and now every team needs Danny Green. That, 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 eight years ago, I said, "You've got to put a stop to this. You need to do the Yeoman's work, Seth." And in this Danny Green business. Well, hang on. Now, look, I think Philly had a really good shot at winning the title if Danny Green had been healthy, right? Yeah, that was probably. the piece that they missed big time in the yeah. second he was out of that lineup. Yeah. And the Danny Green... Because he would have played for he would have played for Ben Simmons down the stretch. Is that well, probably happened? there's okay. that too. But but the Danny Green archetype is, I mean, it's why I actually talk about Danny Green all the time. Because if you can get that sort of player on your roster who always knows where to be on defense... I mean, his transition defense, we we know, is just one of the best of all time. A willing three-point shooter who actually can stick shots yeah. and really just doesn't make a ton of huge mistakes. Like, Danny Green is never going to just kill you. Yeah. And you know that. And those guys are just few and far between in the league because he's above average at just about everything, except for dribbling. Seth, we're still talking about Danny Green. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I, 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 I checked it for a second because I've heard this. I've heard this spiel before. <laughs> I think. What, what about? Uh, it's coming up in, in the chat in the comments. Does De, is DeRozan the piece for Can who? You, for Chicago, no. you know, Laurie Markkinen. You know, you flip that. You add oh. DeRozan to this team. What does that do? What, well, I mean, with San Antonio, it's not Danny Markkinen Green. Or, I know, but Kobe you know. White. I, mean, I had heard that San Antonio was in on Markkinen. And so I was surprised okay. with the McDermott and the Collins. Uh, I'm very surprised by the Collins signing. McDermott, I'm not. McDermott was is a legit rotational mm-hmm. guy. Sure, who makes that's, shots. He's very a whole good lot at the of rim. Doug McDermott. It's, huh? it's a lot. It's a whole lot of Doug McDermott. They they bought. It's, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. But I'm not. I mean, just as a basketball player, I think he's sure. fine. Mm-hmm. I, I, with Collins' injuries, I was a little surprised they went as deep as they went. But yeah. You know. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Is it possible where we've got to the point where we're 
overrating shooting or not we but general managers are overpaying for shooting like even well, there's just the not a lot of shooter not yeah, a lot of not, shooters out there, not, right? So, you know, Davis Bertan's expense account would like to have a word right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, this is two years in a row. We've seen a like big, big money go to a guy who could just really do this one thing, just one, I literally mean, one thing. Yeah. It's funny to say that when we also talk about it being a make or miss league, right? The shooting is is worth what people are willing to pay for it, and especially this year where there just aren't any shooters. This is I'm actually surprised that Danny Green's still sitting around. I guess he's got either got a lot of offers. I, I know, but he's can, the can one guy that every talks about Danny Green. Can we put him on like a a timeout, a yellow yeah. card for but, Danny Green? But the Duncan Robinson, the Duncan Robinson deal is you know you're keeping him there. You've got to make that move because you've got Lowry. You've got all these other moving pieces. The McDermott one just. I don't know. I mean, is San Antonio expected to compete because they signed Doug McDermott? Like, what is that? And so I think that that, to to Seth's point, it's an odd spend more mm-hmm. than anything. I think Doug McDermott's been fine. I, I liked him a lot. The stuff he did this past season in Indy, his stuff with Sabonis at the, uh, coming off the elbow for these threes, it was fantastic. And so yeah. you can see the utility of the player. It's more just, if you're the Spurs, you've got all these super athletic wings already. And why don't you just slide one of those guys up to the floor instead of bringing in McDermott? I like yeah. I like McDermott. I, I do think we're seeing a trend where, and maybe I'm just like, uh, maybe I was so disappointed in Joe Harris and, <laughs> and Davis Bertans, but you give these shooters all this money, and then they don't make the shot. Now the money's worth not right. You spent all the money for nothing, right? Like if they don't make the shot, and, and there are players who can shoot. And, and aren't getting 90 million, aren't getting 80 million. So it's not like you can't get it, but it's really coming at the expense. And by the way, uh, I cover a Warriors team with two of the greatest shooters of all time out here begging for other players. Right? <laughs> like they've got like $90 million locked up into two greatest shooters of all time and still need more, right? Uh, I just wonder if we get to a point where it's like, all right, I know you can shoot and I know it's scarce, but my goodness, do we need to empty the bank? Because if Joe Harris doesn't make shots, he's useless on the court. And that, that's a tough place to be. Thomas Bertans, if he does, literally has to make every shot to justify that contract. Yeah. Yeah, Thomas, yes. He's got Joe Harris. 10 of 11 every night. I think Joe Harris that. is a little bit better player than, nah, he is than Marcus player. Skim credit for. Nah, he's, a, he's an okay it defender. Matter, though. You but saw him in the playoff right. series. It literally doesn't matter how good You go he was. one of 11 in the playoffs. I, I don't matter, care yeah. if you can defend. Right. I'm with you. No, I get it. But no. it's it's very much like again it is shooters are going to get paid right now. You got to be able to shoot, but we also know that one dimensional players wind up getting played out of the playoffs. So I, I think that's know. a great point, Dave. Because I, I Fact, yeah. to Marcus's point, like I think oh the guy who shoots thirty nine percent and thirty thirty six percent is getting a little is getting a little too overvalued and then the guys who I think we've really started to see it the last couple of years in the playoffs the guys who are really valuable who really elevate in value are like Terrence Mann that could make yeah, a shot is athletic can can play can defend multiple positions right, can switch right. can yeah. can get up and down the floor and that's and so I think we're we're now we're almost moving out of a, an era of specialization into an era where it's important for players to be able to do a little bit of everything. Nobody got to be a basketball player now. Drew Holiday, and he had games where he couldn't shoot 
at all. Four twenty right? like, in the finals, yeah. and was their second hit, most important hit, player. It's, it's about hitting timely <laughs> shots and yeah. doing a bunch of things like that. Yeah. Feels more let's, valuable. Let's 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 talk about. Let's go to the to to the left coast. Um, talk Warriors. The best talk, coast. Yeah, I wasn't going to say that because I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but I I like what the Dubs did. I like the economical way the Dubs added to their roster. A um, couple of, of of you know they lost Baysmore, but I think Otto Porter is. Every Man, bit you're, you're down bad. When, you're down bad, Dave. When, uh, when it's like, oh man, we didn't get baseball. We didn't, we didn't keep baseball. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think that the bigger thing about Baysmore is that you lost him, not that that he left. It's that they offered more money, yeah. apparently, yeah. more years, and he left. Yeah. What does that mean? But if you if you're if you're saying that you're serious about contending, what does it say about the guy that you had in house that left? Yeah, um, and not and not a star player, but right, a guy right. that should want to stay with you, the guy that got a shoe deal because he's Steph Curry's good buddy, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, uh, sometimes uh, the, the Warriors are not inexperienced with kind of stumbling on the right thing by accident. Yeah. So, I, like, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the I'm not I'm not making it a David Lee to Draymond comparison, but I think that that wh- whoever they get in that spot is probably going to. I think a lot of Warrior fans agree with you. Uh, the the what what this says, by the way, and I, I do think part of the reason Kim Baysmore left is because like it's all about Clay Thompson. Like all of this, none of this matters if Clay Thompson doesn't return good. Nothing yeah. matters. And if but right. if he does return, right, and he looks like Clay Thompson, and maybe Kent has seen him in some practices, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, there's not gonna be Clay looks pretty good. There's not gonna be much left for me here. But if like these signings matter. They're great signings if Clay Thompson is good. Right. Yeah. If Clay Thompson is not good or he needs more time, yeah. then now it's like you're you're in a rough spot. You're banking on man, let's hope Otto Porter can play because he's right, gonna right. play. Right. <laughs> you know, Bielitsa was a guy I wanted him to get last year for in that Iguodala uh mm-hmm. trade exception. I, I I think he fits what they do perfectly, spreads the floor. He's a good defender. Like he's mm-hmm. very physical inside and it's stuff that you know, of course, the same thing that always happens with the with the Euro guys is that people undervalue the defense that they actually do bring. Um, he's going to space the floor for him, but they've got they've got to get more guys if this is a team that actually has playoff hopes. Yeah, right? I like, know, man. You, Shout out to Will Schaff. I, I wanted Marquise Chris. <laughs> I, look, I, I think Chris Patty guy. Mills. Patty Mills, uh, and and I, I'm not going to say Danny Green again because everyone knows I already think that the Warriors should go after him. But I think Patty Mills you would just, be a great. You just said it again, man. though. <laughs> By not saying it, you said it again. Fair. <laughs> I need to get a, a Danny Green shirt. Uh, but but I think that the Warriors are just they just don't have the depth of of guys who are actual NBA players. You know, the the young guys on that team just shouldn't be expected to contribute at all at this point. And so, you know, I, I got to say that as a guy who loves to see Steph Curry, Draymond, and then hopefully Clay when he's healthy at their best, I don't think we're going to get that because they just n- are not going to have good players around them. Well, I'll say this again. Uh, I'm a big Otto Porter going. D- Douglas Brennan says Porter is better, and I agree. Um, he's healthy, yeah. I saw Otto play off of ball-dominant guards in Washington. And he figured it out and he became a very effective player for the Wizards playing off a wall and Beal and really not getting many touches at all. But, but he made his touches count and he defended the hell out of people. So if you I look at his that, injury report, though, 
from the no last question. three years yeah, is it's not just good. nuts. It's no, no, a, no, but it's, it's a good risk. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, hips, knees, lower body, not good. You don't like, you know, it's not, you know, these are the things that get guys out of the league. I, I grant you that. Um, but they are, they have been reasonably good the last few years in terms of getting guys on the court and, and figuring out how to extend their careers. And he's not going to have to carry a big load offensively, certainly. And I don't even really think defensively um, with Draymond and Wiseman back there. You know, he's not going to be playing a ton of four. He'll play some, but, you know, I I think Otto could really help them. Uh, I really do. I think that's a very, very good acquisition. And he's a team guy. He's not going to complain, you know. Um, So, yeah, I like that. I like that that signing a lot. But let's let's um, we haven't talked about. Well, let's do the Lakers first, and then we'll do the Clippers. I I'm going to defend the Lakers because everybody's clowning the Lakers on social media and saying it's all old and bad and everything. I get what the Lakers are doing. It may not work, but I get what they're doing. If you got if you add Russell Westbrook. There is nobody else other than those three guys is going to touch the ball like ever. <laughs> so there is no point in putting a lot of money into someone that needs to touch the ball to be effective. Go get a bunch of old guys that know what the deal is, not going to complain. They're going to go to the corner and wait. They're going to guard yep. people at the other end. I kind of like what the Lakers did. Now I'm not saying that that means they're going to win a championship. I'm just saying, I kind of like the the roster construction that they're that they seem to be operating on. I, the Trevor Ariza one was great, I thought, because um, it's not going to cost them any. Like the the opportunity cost is so low, and they, I mean, I think that they're trying to avoid some tax payments. Seth. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you got, you just got a bunch Imagine of guys a who, contending team trying to duck some tax payments. <laughs> who would do that? But but you wind up with just players who know how to play. Um, the the learning curve is not going to be very steep. And then by the time you get to the playoffs, hopefully you've got it all figured out. You've still got LeBron. You've still got Russ. You've still got AD. And the rest of these pieces really just don't matter all that much, uh, yeah. like you said, DA. And I also think that it could be an active trade deadline for the Lakers, right? Like they're not going to be done putting their roster together until then. So here's the – here's and this is this is a criticism of two teams – and it's the Lakers and the Bucks, and it's not so much that keeping Alex Caruso would have been good for them. But the 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 thing that it really hurts them is when it comes to the trade deadline, it's going to be hard for them to add anybody because they don't have anybody to send out. And similarly with the Bucks with PJ Tucker, um, like it, it would seem heartless if you sign him and, tra- and trade him again. But you know, there's there's no crying in baseball, and we're trying to win a title here. So yeah, um, that's that's really. Um, you know, both teams at, like picked up some extra second round picks kind of in the wash around draft time. And that's what those second round picks are for is, is in season. You realize, okay, we need a backup point guard. We need a backup center. We need something here. Um, and now they've kind of taken away sort of their, their best Avenue to make that happen, to go get a guy making anything more than the minimum. Yeah. And I think, I think that's going to be a problem is, is that both teams have tried to kind of finish their teams in August when they're not, they're not totally sure what they're going to need until January. Those seven to twelve million dollar contracts come in handy, right? Like, yeah. I, I like yeah. Kelly Olynyk signs a surprise, kind of a surprise early deal. Yes, but that that thing is probably going to be super tradable. 
I mean, maybe they attach another first sure. round pick. Yeah, right, right, right. But yeah. I, I think they'll be able to move it. And yeah, so, and yeah, I just you're right, Seth. I can't stomach. I can't. I can't countenance the idea of the Lakers blanching at a guy because of money. Are you right. kidding me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, the Dennis, you, Dennis Schroeder thing. <laughs> the Dennis Schroeder <laughs> thing is interesting here because that's another tool that they have is the sign and trade with him. But there's no market. There. Well, and they they can't. I mean, they can't. I mean, they can't think of sign and trade coming back because right. they're, 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 right. they're too expensive. Right. 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 Well, they're hard capped anyway. Yeah. They, right. They, so yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but yes. Um, do they? I mean, yeah. What's the Dennis Schrader universe of you know of interested in the, in teams willing to spend? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know <laughs> offhand. Like I, I don't think the Wizards are at all interested in Dennis Schrader. Let's put it that way. You know, yeah. they and they need a point guard, you know, until they get Dinwiddie done, they need a point guard. So but they are like, yeah, we'll we'll just muddle along with we'll get this. We'll get this Dinwiddie thing done first. Um, so I kind yeah. of wonder this is something I was kicking around with uh, Eric name, our, our colleague Eric name this yeah. morning is if his market really starts to dry up. um the Bucks are really short on guards, and if mm-hmm. if that's where, you know, then like I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of, of Dennis Schroeder, but Dennis Schroeder yeah. on the taxpayer mid level. Yeah, for, as, as kind of a third guard. Yeah. yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty intriguing. Set. Now, if he was asking for twenty, is he going to be happy yeah. taking right. six? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, he just kind know. of did the reset reset career year in OKC a couple of years ago, right? So now he's he's trying to, uh, you know, I think he's looking for the bag, which I understand. I understand. Yeah. Um, uh, I just don't know if the bag's out there for him. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Are you struggling to close deals? B2B selling is tougher than ever, and that's why I want to tell you about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. LinkedIn Sales Navigator is a sales intelligence platform that helps professionals effectively prospect and engage high-value customers, drive higher revenue, and increase sales performance. Sales Navigator helps you target the right buyers, surface key signals, and show you hidden allies so that you can find those buyers that are most likely to convert. Fueled by LinkedIn's 1 billion member platform, Sales Navigator gives you up-to-date first-party data, enabling you to unlock conversations with the people that matter. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash show 23 That's linkedin.com slash show 23 for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash NBA show 23 and get started. We got a uh, question here. David. Yeah. I don't know if you can see it. Dilpreet. Yes. Go ahead. Um, do you guys see the benefit of Westbrook's playmaking outweighing healed shooting? I think that that is, that is the kind of the question of the NBA, isn't it? Sure. Sure. I, I, I get the question. Um, I certainly thought, I mean, Buddy Hill obviously makes sense on that roster, right? I mean, he's a, perfect guy to go opposite side and wait for LeBron's pass or wait for AD's pass out of the double team. Um, makes sense. But Buddy Hill's never played in a playoff game. 
You know what I mean? Like you can't just assume Buddy Heald's going to score 19 in a, in a playoff game. You don't know that. Though I will say we've seen Russ play in a playoff game. It's not great. It's not just, I mean, the, the volume is, is yeah. untenable, right? But right. does he impact games? Yes, he still impacts. He, he does impact games. <laughs> One way or the other, there is an impact. Yeah. You, you, will, so, you are always aware he is there. Yeah, so I get it. Like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I know what you're saying. And it, it, you certainly could make that case. But for a win now team, that's all this is about for the yeah. Lakers is winning championships right now. Um, I can understand them maybe wanting to go with a with a flawed known in Russell Westbrook rather than an unknown in Buddy Hill that you just don't know what's how he's going to play when the lights come on when the real lights come on. I don't know. I I, I get it. I get I'm it. bullish on on Russ to be honest I, with you because I, th- yeah. it's not. There's never going to be a moment where it's like, hey, down the stretch, Russ, come on, do right. this. When We're going to clear out a side for you. Pull yeah, up. that's <laughs> not going to happen, man. And so, Are you, you know, sure? Well, yeah. I'm, Are you sure? Listen, if that? it happens, something has gone horrifically I think, I think, wrong. Well, I, I'm not sure that does. I don't think it'll be designed. Yeah. Okay, fair. Fair. Yeah. Okay. But but I'm just saying, Russ is not blowing off LeBron James to go no. rogue. No, I don't see that. I think yeah. Russ, I think that sells Russ short in terms of his yeah. understanding of basketball. Absolutely. But, and but also, his own understanding of who he is, you know. While his, while the results weren't necessarily great uh, in, in DC for him uh, at the end of the season and in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the process from him was better than what we've seen. He spent more time getting to the corner, he got more corner threes. He spent more time moving the ball, especially down the stretch. Like Bradley Beal was running the show, and he mm-hmm. was out there doing other stuff. He's still going to gamble on defense. But, yes. you know, I, I just say you kind of live with a little bit of that when he's making plays. But the, the I, problem I is the like Lakers they, don't have the other defenders yeah, to make I, up when Russ well, isn't doing his job. Well, this is why losing Caruso hurts because right. he could have helped. He could have, you could play Caruso and Westbrook together in the backcourt. It's credible. Because Caruso is going to guard the other team, the other the good player. Um, yeah, it's going to be a, that's going to be an issue. Yeah, no I, question. I, I think this is a lot about how much LeBron wants to carry the load, and yeah. I think Westbrook is is good for them in a way Buddy Hield wasn't because it allows LeBron to say, "All Take right, day, I'm going to relax, you guys." <laughs> yeah. All right, and yeah. Westbrook yeah. has no problem. I mean, just the amount of transition. Westbrook will force like if I don't know I don't know the analytics behind it Seth but how many trips up and down the court LeBron won't take because rest just got the rebound and went yeah, right yep. and he could just buy that time I, I do think that's probably why he wanted him to to have the option to not carry the load and yeah. also like we've seen He's got to prepare for Anthony Davis not being there. He just mm-hmm. has to prepare for Anthony Davis not being there. And if Anthony Davis is not there, I bet LeBron would rather Russell Westbrook than Buddy Hill because he's still got to create the shots for Buddy Hill. Russell Westbrook, Dwight Howard pick and rolls are going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight's okay. back. Oh, so, why? Why? I, I think Jeff <laughs> just had a little bit of a seizure right there. Third, I think it was third, like a little. Oh, yeah. It's like Russell Westbrook's a trigger word for you. What you no, no. Or, so I, I mean, I, 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 do, trigger word. I, I want to agree with Marcus there because that is if there's there's one way that that he will undoubtedly uh, and over his career has has been very consistent is Russell Westbrook teams when he is on the floor fast break a ton and he is yeah. one of the the best players in the league at generating pace. The question I have is who's going to run with him? 
Like, they, you know, they signed they they signed a bunch of old guys, and yeah. and it's a little bit like Miami, where you would have liked to have seen maybe a little more athleticism because, you know, Russ going one on the world on the fast break is <laughs> is what it is. So, yeah. and I think we're going to end up in a, in those situations a lot because, you know, it, it, Trevor Ariza is he, you know, busting a gut to get to the corner. You know, right. you know who's going to run with him, Seth. You know who's going to run with him. Baysmore, baby. <laughs> Why do you think he's there? Uh, Bays is ready. Bays is ready to run at all times. Uh, all right. What now? We haven't talked about the Clippers because you know the Clippers haven't done a whole lot. You know, later at the beginning, anyway. Um, they resigned Batum, which was big. That was big. That no, big. that's true. That was big. That was big. Uh, for them, because certainly the Warriors were interested in him. A lot of teams were interested in him. Um, what do we think Reggie Jackson's number is? And I ask that I'm not being, I'm not trying to be a, a, a you know a smartass about it. I really don't know. Like he really was great in the playoffs. Like he was great in the postseason. You know, and and you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like he got, he's already gotten one big deal in his career. Is is, is it? Given that he's going to get another one with the Clippers, my question is: is how much is the bag important to him? I thought did you guys remember the press conference he gave, kind of sure. the exit press conference he gave. Yeah. Like as you said, this is someone who's made a lot of money in his career, and this is always something that's hard to understand from the outside. Is you know your motivations and what's important to you can change at different points in your life. So yeah. Yeah. if he's wholly focused on getting the bag. There's probably something in the in maybe the low teens out there for him, mm-hmm. but it does it, it also it does seem like there's some interest in being with a group that he likes that he trusts that is is uh, rewarding. Just to, the 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 journey part of it is rewarding, not just we're going to win a ring. It's I am going with these guys, and that seemed like it was really important to him. Yeah, and, um, and he gets and, to be the guy like with no Kawhi, like right, he's right. essentially continuing the scenario from the playoffs, right? right. It's him and PG like running the show. Uh, that, that I can see why that's appealing to you know what is what is Reggie thirty, right? Yes. <laughs> like thirty, like at some point that stuff becomes more valuable. Uh, and but to be fair, so to me, like we were talking about shooting before, to me the Reggie Jackson version is more appealing if I'm a winner, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's not just the shooting, it's the shot creation, right? right? It's the ability to go and get a shot. And he shot, he shoots it at a pretty, like when he's, when he's one of those, when he's rolling, like it's a bucket to me, that is more valuable than a guy who could just catch and shoot. So I'm interested to see how that market works, right? Where maybe the purity of shooting and the percentages get you the money, but the shot making may not be as valuable, which mm-hmm. to me is weird after how what we watched him do in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what he gets based to, to kind of gauge that paradigm. What did he shoot like 43 percent on eight great. shots a game or something? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like he's a, he's good. But I think the bigger thing for him was he looked healthy. Yeah, right? like he right. had a little bit right. of like juice in him when he would yeah. attack the basket. I, I think you're right, Seth. Like he could probably get better money elsewhere but that interview really stuck with me too because i I think that that's a guy who has been you know found a home right right. but also like think about the way people have talked about this guy yeah 
if, before he even left Oklahoma City, when he yeah. said that he felt like a starting point guard, yes. people made that seem like it was a bad thing. I'm sorry, man. I want my basketball players to want to start and to want to, to <laughs> right. be great. Like, I don't yeah. have a problem with that. Like, that's cool. I, I Yes, it's Russell Westbrook, but I don't care. This I, is awesome. And, and then, you know, he goes to Detroit. He's got the knee issues. Um, the, the shot creation off the dribble for him in the playoffs, I mean, that was a difference for the Clippers after they lost Kawhi. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And, and so I'm actually surprised if there isn't a bigger market for, for Reggie. I've been surprised. We haven't even heard it. I think he's probably coming back. And, and I think it's probably because of what Seth said. Yeah. I actually I, hope he stays. Campaign is, yeah. in that, is in that bucket too, I think. Right. Took a little bit. Yeah. I thought he yeah. took a discount. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of campaign, you know, I, I'm fine with what they gave Chris Paul. I mean, I think, I think certainly it's not all guaranteed. So, you know, sure. to, you know what I mean? So, um, and I get a team like Phoenix that was, just awful for a decade, you know, like, and when you get a sniff of, of being great again, you got to hold on to that. I get it. So yeah, I get that. Their you goal know? for, for this off season should have been all about not taking a step back. And, yeah. and maybe you don't get to the finals next year, yeah, but you maybe. can't just lose Chris Paul, right, lose right. campaign. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? I think that even just from a PR perspective, you got to keep that going. I think Aiton's the next one, right? Like they got, yes. they're going to sign him to his max. And of course you want to add some pieces because you, you know, you saw your needs. Yeah. I don't know if JaVale is the piece, but it's at least a step in the right direction. I'm fine with JaVale as a backup center. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, as, and, and hopefully by the time you get to the playoffs, he's a five minute a game, 10 minute a game tops guy yeah, yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I think that, you know, Phoenix bringing the band back is so smart. Like you got to right. do that. And you have to have a center. Cause when they, when, when, when uh, Aiton got into foul trouble, they just got annihilated by the Bucks. Yeah. Like it just got crushed. So yeah, yeah. And Sarge was hurt, but I don't think Sarge, Sarge would have helped him because yeah, you know he's tough. But he's just there's a certain point, man, where like I'm sorry, Brooke Lopez being that big, this is the big human being. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. speaking of that, what was interesting? Why 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 did Bobby Portis only get nine million dollars? Good question. I mean, I think that's a hometown discount, right? I mean, that's a hell of a discount. And and that's a guy saying, hey, I just want to stay here. I I like it here. Uh, Let me just point out that he has is a player option on the second year and they'll have early bird rights on him after next year. And so then just hypothetically, there might be a four year, $50 million contract <laughs> that, 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 you know, is in the back of people's minds. There's a way we could keep no, it. I mean, there's not no, a I, I, somewhere, right? It's not a yeah, Smith no. thing again, is it? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering where, where the, if there's a, if there's more of kind of an understanding between this and the Bucks or between Bobby Brown and the Nets about right. kind of what next summer looks like. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, bruce brown excuse me bruce brown, bruce brown. bobby yeah. brown is yeah you know that's that's yeah. my that's my territory <laughs> all right so a lot of quite a lot of people want to ask uh, they want us to talk about the pelicans discover the latest collections from david yerman as seen recently styled on basketball stars like jaime jaquez jalen green d'angelo russell and others David Yurman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yurman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful design objects to wear. 
Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless, modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So who wants to go first? I mean, Seth, Seth, you want me to set the scene? I kind of want Seth to go in. Go ahead, Seth. The floor is yours, sir. Okay, just let me yeah, just you lay it. Let me just, you need to set the scene, so, Dufo. Okay, if I like, here we go. Put, put, all right, so you lose lots of No, put the contracts aside. Okay, all right. You, you, you traded Lonzo Ball and a first round pick for Devontae Graham, uh, uh, Thomas Sadaransky, and Garrett Temple. Yeah. Let's just like state that. Does that for a team that has to get better this summer? Now, between that and the, the, the you know, the move at center and, and bringing in Valanciunas for Steven Adams, you could argue that maybe they're a little bit better, but they're not better. And they're, you know, I, I know we hate the speculation about a team being on the clock, but they're on the clock. And, the clock. It, and they didn't yeah. just need to hold steady this summer. They needed to get better. They were not good yeah. enough last year. Yeah. And they, at best, held steady. And yeah. burned assets to do so. And I just I don't understand the sort of the through line of their move starting last week with they that were, move to clear space to then yeah. do what they did this week. They were all in on Kyle Lowry. Like that was plan A, plan B, plan C, you know. Um so plan D is Devante? <laughs> plan know, D minus is what we call that. You know, one. it just and and yeah, you and and they know they have to win, Seth. That's that's the thing. It's not like it's not known down there. And you just wonder, like, wow. I mean, this is this is a wow situation. Um to to have to tread water and give up things to continue to tread water. Now, I always say this when you're at day two or day three of free agency, there are other shoes that are going to drop. Like Goran Dragic is going to wind up somewhere probably other than Toronto, right? So if it's possible that he winds up in New Orleans, is that a salvage that kind of makes sense? You know, he could go to Dallas too. I get that. Like he could wind up in Dallas as well. Um, but if, if it's a Dragic level point guard, does that make more sense in terms of roster and, and having an opportunity to compete and win next year? Uh, if I can break in, uh, Patty Mills has agreed to a two-year deal with the Nets for $12 million. Hello. There we go. Yeah. Oh, so my God. Cause that, that, cause that, just, that team is tough. Because they don't have enough scoring. Have they been tampering <laughs> in Japan? Is that what's happening? Kevin Durant and James Harden over oh there. My if so, why wasn't Draymond Green and, and, and Steve Kerr over right? there tampering? Well, That's you know, they need it. Draymond was too busy researching the draft class and saying to draft Kuminga, right? Like Draymond, he's too focused on the process. Draymond right. was all was all into getting Bradley Beal to That's go. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah. 
that that's a pretty that's a pretty tough blow for the Warriors because Patty Mills fit a lot yeah. of what they needed. One thing, I mean, they they've been on this bit about getting vets. They need vets. They got yeah. a, a, lunch, a bunch of young players in key position, but what they really need is somebody else who can create a shot yeah. because teams are just saying, you know what, Steph, we're going to W at half court and it's leaving Andrew Wiggins. It's leaving players who aren't familiar creating shots like having to make something happen. They desperately need somebody next to Steph who can create offense. And the, and the key is Clay Thompson is not necessarily that guy. Yeah. I mean, he was a guy you could kind of get the ball to in the low post or even at like the free throw line area, and he could he could make a shot happen. So it's some of that, but you gotta wonder. You just don't know what if he can do that at this point. Uh, so I that that's a big blow would, that would, they could get. Would Patty. Dennis Schroeder make sense with the Warriors? Uh, in the sense that uh, if you want to torture Steve Kerr, like if, if <laughs> he's an like, NBA you know, player, right? Like, like, <laughs> like, <"Yo>, Steve, <laughs> hey Steve, man, uh, we we really want to test your powers of sports psychology. Like, we're, we're gonna get you, Dennis. <laughs> no, but Dennis, you know, Dennis still is a good player. I think Dennis taking six million. But I mean, he's like, gonna, we'll have nobody to be sure. likes he to play with Dennis, choice. right? Like that's the big thing. If if your whole if your whole shtick is basketball joy happens yeah. here, you don't bring in Dennis Schroeder, yeah. right? <laughs> and uh, you know, back to Seth's idea about maybe Milwaukee. Like that's a different situation there because he just came off a of ring. I think that that you could get maybe a little bit more. Um, I'm not going to say humble version because basketball players should not be humble ever. It's part of the job, right? Um, But you might get a guy who's at least more willing to go along, to get along on a one-year type of make good thing. But, man, the Warriors, you're right, Marcus. Like, there's just nobody else who can come in and stir the drink. Stealing Seth's line here. But they just don't – I mean, is Monte Ellis – can he still get a bucket? (laughs) I know Marshawn Brooks can, right? Anyone. I'll take you to the floor. Get somebody. Yeah, Jordan Crawford. Hey, get, hey, hey. hey Lou Williams. Lou Williams on a Jamal minimum, Crawford. right? Hey, go Isaiah get Jamal Thomas. Crawford, baby. Isaiah Thomas is out there. Not Jamal Crawford. Jordan no, Crawford. Jordan Crawford. Jamal Crawford. Go get. Hey, but Seth, we got we to gotta pause and identify this moment that just happened where uh, Dave just – did not mention Danny Green. Like, it was right there. It was right there. And he brought up Marshawn Brooks. Like, well, we're, look, we're talking Ellen. bucket getters, right? I'm just saying, I figured Danny Green was suitable for Danny all. Green does everything. No, Danny Green but, okay. doesn't get buckets, guys. Danny Green just makes your team win championships, right? So, There's a difference. Who, who can the Warriors get that makes that six minutes where Steph sits to start the third, the second and, and fourth quarters less anxious? Because right now, it's like, the entire Bay Area is like, please hold on to the league, please. <laughs> like, who DeRozan is in DeRozan. Like, DeRozan, according to Chris Haynes at Yahoo Sports, DeRozan is meeting with the with the Clippers today. So, that's interesting for the Clippers. It is. Honestly, it is. because you know, again, they're going to be without Kawhi. Without I'm, Kawhi, I'm guessing for the whole sense. season. Yes, that's a good move for them if, yes. if they can bring. Look, DeRozan to me is un, at this point completely underrated. Sure. Um, Absolutely. You know, he he did such an amazing job in San Antonio as a playmaker. But we saw that happening before he left Toronto. I I like to bring up this stat all the time. It's points responsible for DeRozan has been in the top 20 for years at that. And it's not Mm -hmm. just his scoring. That man shoots seven free throws a game. That's not what you meant. (laughs) (laughs) We don't care about defense. 
No, but he, he gets, gets buckets. To the, he gets to the foul line <laughs> right. all the time. <laughs> and he finds shooters. Yeah. He finds shooters. Here, and yeah. he would fit well with what they already do uh, in L.A. Because they, yeah. they basically, I mean, he's not as good as Kawhi at that stuff, but he's pretty good at it. And, pretty good. And if they could get him good. at the, I mean, what do they have left available? Uh, to taxpayer, their, right? Taxpayer. Is it the taxpayer mid-level? Yeah. That yeah. would be a heck of a pay cut, I would think, for him. But heck he doesn't have cut. a deal, so yeah. But but yeah. look, here here's here's my backdoor plan for Kirk Lickup and Bob Myers, who better be listening to Hoops Adjacent. Yeah, I'm sure they yeah. are. are every you, week. you know you know who's gonna save the Warriors offseason? Kelly Oubre. Ooh. Kelly Oubre, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Come on, don't no mini no. seizures, Seth. Hear me out. You see no, that? I'm it's so funny when Seth is like, ah, <laughs> when you say a certain guy, so. They I have uh, a type. They can, uh, you know, wherever wherever Kelly Oubre signs, and obviously everybody knows he's probably not going to get as much as Kelly Oubre thinks he's going to get. Right? He's probably mm-hmm. expected twenty something. But if it's if it's ten point four million where he signs, mm-hmm. the Warriors can trick, turn try to get involved, turn it into a sign and trade, get a trade exception, and then I'm telling you, Bob Myers, take that trade exception and you go and get Joe Ingles from Utah. That's the move. What? Wow. Ingles is right available. There. That's the move right there. Would... Problem is, and this is this is not being talked about enough, I don't think. We, we hear it with the Lakers. We know it's an issue with the Warriors. The problem is money. The yeah. problem is but The only people who don't care, apparently, is the cruise lines, right? Why is Utah giving up well, on Joe Ingles? I <laughs> really like Joe Ingles. But like, oh, they, I mean, they 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 are just not athletic enough up front. They've yeah. they found that for several years in, in the playoffs. Like for for all the talk about you know Rudy Gobert this and that it they got beat because they got beat off the dribble yeah every yeah. every from every spot on the court <laughs> right, in in the right. second round that's true and that's and true. so you can't yeah. you can't and Joe Ingles is probably more movable than Boyan Bogdanovich so that's yeah. I mean if if you want to know like that's and that's he's inspiring right Ingles yeah. would fit in really really well there no he'd I be mean, perfect he can run a pick and roll. yeah yeah yep. yeah yeah got a good shot i mean you know that's a guy who is the learning curve for playing with steph curry is going to be a flat line right like yeah, i, I right, think right, you know right. you can plug him right in day one and, and yes. they're going to have good chemistry so i mean i love that marcus and i i think that that's the that's actually the way that they should be going because it's a much better player than but, anybody else who's on the market here's right the now. problem that's 13 million dollars times four and a half or whatever right, right. Peter tax is. wonder if they can and convince Utah that they need Ubre. that Ubre right. is the missing piece to their defense. You got, you well, got to convince Ubre that he needs Utah. Like, that's well, well, Jordan Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson yeah. did really, really well in Utah. Look, I think that the brothers look Utah now, Marcus I facts, right? I do think <laughs> the money is a deal, man. Like we're seeing like the money and the tax is a big deal. I don't know that they pull the trigger. I think they're looking at like, yo, we're paying four dudes 30 plus million and they're about to re-sign Steph to a, another extension. Eight, uh, 85 like, kajillion dollars. Yeah, right. So <laughs> it's just, it's a lot of money to add another whatever, thir- whatever the repeater tax would be on Thursday. It's, it's a lot of money. And I think they might balk at that. I think they might, I think there's a, there's a clear financial ceiling coming off a pandemic where they where people lost a lot of money except for in where, Miami apparently <laughs> where i think also i if if this is a scenario where clay thompson isn't coming off of two injuries yeah. and they feel pretty confident that they're a contending level team 
I think that's a very different conversation. I yeah. think they, they they probably feel a little burned last year because you know they. <laughs> That. Spent when, $80 when, million when, dollars on Kelly Uber. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah. I, I think the uh, like objectively, when when Clay blew out his Achilles last year, they were done last year as a contending team, and they, I mean, because of the timing of when it happened, it happened on the morning of the draft, which I can't even like, I can't even imagine having to recalibrate in like six hours after you've worked on that for months. Yeah, um, yeah. but so they kind of they they threw a lot of good money after bad at that point, and I think that that probably there's probably some some singed fingers from uh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. All right, let's go under the radar. We always talk about the, the the East Coast and West Coast teams. Who's had the who had has had so far? Let's put it this way: a, a quiet but effective first twenty four hours of free agency. My and, my favorite pickup might have been Jeff Green for the Nuggets. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's such a it's a, a low money move, but right. Jeff Green is underrated, another guy who just underrated. Yes. Um, and it's he he's a piece fits, that the, the Nuggets everywhere. needed, right? Like, yeah. think about it. We saw him play some small ball five in the playoffs. Sure. And and he was okay. Um, but it's not a piece that the the Nuggets have had, uh, really, because Jermichael Green is not that guy. Right. right. They brought him in thinking maybe he could be. But and Jeff Millsap Green was that guy, it. but probably not that guy anymore. Right? Yeah. So, so yeah. they got more athletic, I, I think. And, and it's such a small move, but also keeping Jermichael Green. Yeah. Big deal for them. So, you know, a lot of green in Denver. Yes. No, I agree. Maybe I they can they, add one more. Those are good. And, and somewhat we we talked about Olenek earlier. I thought Olenek, I thought that was a pretty decent signing for, for Detroit. You know, again, um, what I like about Troy Weaver is he doesn't give a damn what anybody else thinks. He's going to go do what he wants to do, and he does it quickly. And look, yeah, the you know the the Plumley thing did not work out. I think that's fair to say, right? So that that was that was a mistake. But here's the thing about mistakes: I don't mind you making them, fix them <laughs> as soon as humanly possible, which is what exactly what that's do. worse than a mistake, right? Like, yeah, right. just letting it linger for five or six years, you know, like. Yeah. If if Plumley wasn't what you thought he was, move on. Yep. <laughs> move yeah, you on. can't fall in love with your own guys. Right? Yeah. I mean, yep. Seth talks about this a lot. You know, the, the best teams in the league don't fall in love with their guys. I mean, the Spurs, the reason that they were able to be good for so long and have never really had to totally reset since they drafted Tim Duncan because yeah. they never fell in love with their own guys. They weren't overpaying guys. They weren't getting stuck. And, and, they, and they'd move them. But then they yep. would bring them back if they felt like they could help them. Yeah. Right? And yep. so I think that... You know, that's a it's it's easy to say follow the Spurs model there, but not falling in love with your own guys is very important. And Detroit, I mean, by moving Plumley the way they did, and it hurt because you hate yeah. to give up a pick. Um, I, I do think that, that that's a good sign for them going forward. And with Olenek, you can envision a scenario where his spacing in the middle, like especially if they go small, sure. his spacing is gonna open up the floor for all those young guys to attack the basket. So like he shot the lights out in Houston. I think, uh, you know, there's a certain amount of toughness that you're going to get with him, yeah. which is great yeah. for a young team. Yep. But that contract's going to be movable no matter what because it's the NBA. So you're never stuck. Right. He's yeah. he's a really good I – don't, I don't know how well you guys know Cade Cunningham. But I think I think Olenek is going to be really good with him because they play at a kind of a similar pace. Mm. Um, Cade is not – he's not a burner. He's he's, he's more like of a – He's like slow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, 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 he's not he, – He's in that Kyle Anderson kind of Joe Ingles mold, a yeah. little more explosive than them. Yeah. But it, but Olenek, you know, a dribble handoff and and fakes and 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 those right. kind of things, and, and that's going to be a, a pretty effective pairing. 
Yeah. Um, I want to like we've kind of touched on them, but we haven't really talked about. It. I kind of really like what Brooklyn has done. Mm-hmm. Like they've mm-hmm. you know they they kept Blake, kept Bruce yeah. Brown, picked up uh, picked up James Johnson, who you know that's a very situational pickup. He's a guy who. Yeah. Maybe a little past it, but in the past has, and I saw this firsthand, was a guy who guarded Giannis really well. Yes. Um, and now that was that was sort of early and pre MVP version of Giannis. So right. whether that, but if if they're a team that is wisely okay, we're good enough to be a contender. What do we need to do to beat the other contenders? And they're looking yeah. around and picking up the little pieces they need. To, yeah. to kind of and, and you know, Patty Mills also yeah. just now, so that's yeah. that's enormous for them. Yeah, that, that's a great sign. Yeah, Brooklyn and uh, Brooklyn and Detroit. I just I, I really love what they've done, but uh, it seems like you know, here I worry about Kevin Durant still. Like he's carrying Team USA right now, <laughs> right? Yeah. You're yeah. watching those games like he could barely come out. And that's just one. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I got my phone is blowing up. Because so your boy Curry, got the bag. Uh, because he got the bag. <laughs> a second $200 million contract. Four years, 215 yeah. for Steph. Wow. Yeah. Not bad. Every penny. Not bad. Every penny. <laughs> Not bad for a remember, guy that went to he's underpaid. He's underpaid. We, I was going to say, I remember when we all said that's the, that when his original contract was the, was the best contract in team history? <laughs> you don't get Kevin Durant with, uh, without... Steph Curry's ankles, right? right. Like, That's right. It's amazing. Right. Man. It's, what uh, a story. I, there's actually an, an an entire section of my my book that's coming out this fall talking about that. So I'm glad you it's brought amazing. that up. Luck, how luck, luck. Yeah, I hope it's yep. called luck. <laughs> it's you know it, the, the the system is supposed to prevent a team like the Warriors from getting KD, and the number of things that had to go right for them Everything for that to fall in, in the place sequence, yeah. in order. Yeah, it's and amazing. the cap spike. Yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's just amazing that that just all happened, that you get this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and they took advantage of it. So, good, you know, good on them. I got to be parochial for a second and talk about the local team, the Wizards. Um, I, I thought they did, considering John Wall's contract, I thought was just, you know, the albatross of all albatrosses. <laughs> that they were been able in a year and a half essentially to kind of get credible players for it, you know, and have an opportunity to kind of rebuild around Beal. I, I, you know, I think, I think they will get this done with Dinwiddie because mm-hmm. these t- deals tend to get done once they get started down the road, but um, it's not done yet. Um, does, does a Dinwiddie Beal, KCP, Hachimura, Daniel Gafford starting five, move the needle in a, in a, in any type of meaningful way towards a five or a six seed in the East. I, I, that's a team that I think can compete for that, that, you know, that, that six seed is that is the cutoff line now of trying yeah. to avoid the plan. I, I don't think I would, if I had to, you know, if I had to, you know, bet one way or the other, I think that they probably finish under, but mm-hmm. they're, they're in there. I think the the big swing there is can Daniel Gafford play more than like 24 minutes a game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I and mean, I think that's, you know, for he, he, me, you, it seemed like he got winded very easily a lot this year and he's, and, and his ability to be kind of that dynamic rim running, rim yeah. protecting center. Yeah. It really added a lot to their team last and year. And they just and, and Robin Lopez, who played great for them last year. Robin Lopez was phenomenal for them last year, just signed with Orlando. So they are 
you know, and and Thomas Bryant's not going to be ready for the start of the season. Right. It doesn't look like so. You are you are betting a lot on Daniel Gafford at yeah. the start of the season and a bounce um, back from Montrezl Harrell, right? But if, that, I think they'll get that though, right? Yeah. He's going to get the opportunities with and and good pick and roll partner for Beal. Yeah, um, yeah. Now here's the oper- This is where maybe you know because you the 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 word the rumor is that Brooklyn would to facilitate this wants them to take. De- you know, take uh, DeAndre. DeAndre Jordan. Maybe they might need DeAndre Jordan the first first That's month a- month and a half of the season until Bryant's ready to go. Because if 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 Montrez is in this deal in some way, going to Brooklyn or somewhere else, they're going to need another center. You know, so it's not the worst idea in the world to bring DeAndre Jordan to Washington for a minute. So. And his money is fine yeah. for them too, right? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Daniel Gafford's making less than two. I mean, he's on the exactly. He's, yeah, so, he's, yeah. And you've so. got him a uh, team option for the for the next season. So right. I think that and they're in a really good. Sh- you know, I, we talk a lot in home runs and stuff. The Wizards have done a good job since Tommy has taken over Tommy Shepard, the GM, yeah. of hitting singles. They just hit singles, singles, and doubles, right. and, singles, and, and doubles. singles. Yeah, that, right. that gets yeah. you somewhere, man. That's and, right. and and that's I think right. it's telling that Beal isn't asking out. Right. Like, yes, we can we can all be crass about it and we can say, yeah, of course, he's not going to ask out. The front office is bending over backwards for him. And that's certainly part of it. It's the NBA. It's a star driven yes. league. That's what happens. Yes. But the truth is, man, like they are making moves on the margins that have made them better already. Yes. And they're going to continue to improve. This Russ deal was fantastic for them, even if they don't flip those guys. I like Kuzma a lot. I think yeah. the, the, the yeah. defense that he can bring for them is good. Yeah. In fact, you can run plays for him out of timeouts. Like he's right. a willing shooter. Right. That guy's a decent player. I think Trez is is going to be fine for that money, and it's one year sure. deal. So if you just, it, uh, by the way, ten million dollars, perfect contract to have yeah. for the deadline. Yeah. If you're looking for stuff, right. I think the Wizards have done such a great job of just. We're gonna we're gonna just get our ducks in a row. We're gonna pick up good young players and we're gonna yeah. see what we got. And, and then you know, Denny and Rui is is gonna be an interesting conversation. That's where because- that's where that they have to get improvement is mm-hmm. from one of those guys. And I think Avdia of the two has a chance to be a pretty impactful secondary ball handler kind of guy. I think he's mm-hmm. a pretty good player, and I don't think he would have ever been that way with Russell here. Because they were making he was a spot up shooter and it's not what he does it's not his game so and now Dinwiddie um, he's not pushed into that role too early right, right? he gets to yeah. be him and Rui get to be the third guy on the court yeah. second guy against second units you know right. like it's it's a nice system that they're working out here I kind of see the vision yeah and letting those younger guys come along slowly is going to be really important to their success right. Not just letting him come along, but also just getting a look at him. Like, as you kind of both have alluded to, like playing with Russ, like you're not really seeing these guys games because yeah. it's, it's you know, especially if you have a second guy like Beal, it's like, okay, those two have the ball the whole time. And All the and time. you guys, yeah, and you guys, you know, when it's your turn, you shoot. And other than that, play defense. Right. And, and so right. for for just both a development and an evaluation standpoint, this is this is going to give them a much better look at their young guys. Cause yeah. you know, they, they're going to have decisions coming up soon on, on Rui and, and Abdia. So yeah, just getting yeah. that clean look at them has a lot of value too. The the other reason why Beal is not complaining and asking for trade. Cause there's a big pile of money available. Oh, yeah. Next year. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's an enormous bag of money that has his name on it. Hey, get the bag. Please get the bag. <laughs> yeah. this, 
and drop it off at my house. amount of money yeah. available for Bradley Beal if he plays one more year in Washington. Uh, oh my did, God. You know, Dinwiddie, like, uh, while he's not a great shooter, okay, yeah. um, he does put pressure on the defense. And he's a good playmaker. He's big guard. Yeah. You know, you, you think their, their defense is at least going to be slightly better with him that's what i was telling somebody the other day is that they are you know they've got size now i mean you know dinwiddie's a big beal's not a huge two guard but he's not a small one right dinwiddie's a big point guard kcp is long and kind of rangy you know three and d kind of guy so and and gafford blocks everything you know tries to block everything so defensively they could be a little better next year, you know, and mm-hmm. and they don't have a point guard, frankly, who's always going for steals and getting out of position. So, um, you know, so who's going to get all those rebounds, though? That's no. that's the question. Get a question. Fair Bradley Beal. Oh, hey, Carmelo just signed with the Lakers. This is hey, awesome. I love this. Laker. There you go. I love this. You said the Expendables, hey, c- right? Congrats, congrats think- on the Lakers for winning the 2010 championship again. <laughs> I think, you know, Lakers what we're going to find out is that the Lakers the, the Lakers have been ahead of the game here. They've actually invented time travel. Okay? <laughs> so that they signed these guys, <laughs> and they're going to go back in time and grab the 2012 versions and just run roughshod <laughs> over the whole league. This is going to be awesome, not only oh. for, for basketball, but for science. This is, <laughs> this is great. I think Mel, you know what? Fine. Good for you, Melo. Go play in LA for a year. Why not? Why not? Why not? Can Dwayne uh, Wade come back? No. Let's do that. <laughs> hey, and they also signed Malik Monk. Now that's a great signing. I love that. Yeah, that is a good signing for them. Yeah. Is there's a, a guy, there's a guy who'll run with Russ. Yes. Absolutely. There is a guy that will run with Russ. That's exactly right. Man, exactly I, this right. is what a what a Free agency period for the Lakers. It, it's funny. I, I because, like what they're doing. I'm telling you, I yeah. have no problem with what they're doing at all. Yeah. Zero I, problem with what's funny. Doing. It's funny to get Melo and LeBron together at this point in their careers. Yes. Yes. But not to have Chris Paul, who was a free agent. Like Chris Chris Paul is gonna make $30 million potentially at 40 years old, right? Yes. That's all non-guaranteed. He's not actually gonna make that money. Right, right, but, right, 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 right. Uh, and then Melo is signing a minimum deal to play yes. with the Lakers. Yes. Would you have thought this like, I don't know, six or seven years ago, DA? No, no, I would not have. I did not see this. Um, I, I really, I'm, I was surprised. I thought Melo was done two years ago. <laughs> you know, I mean, is he not though? I mean, I mean, as he's not Carmelo Anthony. Anymore. Sure. We all understand that. Yeah. But as a, as a good team guy, as a chemistry guy that pl- that other guys like and want to play with, and don't mind if he takes a couple of bad shots in a world in, in in a row because he's Carmelo Anthony, you know nobody looks askance at that. You know, at least they didn't in Portland the last couple of years. They're like, hey, it's Carmelo, we love him, hey, you know. So that certainly will be the case with the Lakers, I think. Um, and you know what another depth guy, another guy that's not afraid that that's played in a million playoff games, you know? All right. I don't think, yeah, fine. <laughs> fine. And he won't but, play in the playoffs for them. No, probably not. Probably. I think Malik Monk might actually be more of a guy that, that takes playoff minutes, you know, but uh, yeah, that's fine. I, again, I don't have any problem with what the Lakers are doing. I, I'm okay with that kind of, assembly of talent given the top three guys on Kent Basemore. Salty, Kent Basemore is getting roasted right now. Oh my God. Hitting on base. I love base. 
Baze is my guy. Oh, All right, let's man. let's let's we can, I, I don't know that there's a limit. We can talk as long as we want, I guess, but until they pull the plug. Until they pull the plug. So what what do we think is the resolution with Ben Simmons? Where does he wind up? What are the options, right? Like this is this is the question that that I keep asking myself. Where who wants Ben Simmons? Now he's yeah. a good basketball player, so I'm not saying that that he's not useful. He's a him. really good basketball player. <laughs> I mean, he is there's a strong argument that he is the most versatile defender in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we know all of his credentials, so I'm not knocking Ben, but there yeah. are limitations to to what he can do for you. Sure. But I think in the right situation, those are strengths. And yeah. but but it's just when you look around the league, there aren't a lot of teams that can trade for him. Right. Um, you know, we just saw Portland keeps coming up because, uh, you know, everyone just thinks of Dame or CJ uh, as a guy that could get traded for for Ben right. Simmons. But does that fit really work? Right. I, I think Ben Simmons needs to be a guy who he's not your full time five, but he's playing quite a bit of five for you yeah. because he is a big. Yeah. Um, and and the more you put the ball in his hands in the half court, the worse your half court offense is going to be. So right. with those limitations in mind. Is there a fit somewhere? I don't know. Like if Draymond wasn't in in Golden State, okay, I get it. That would make a lot of sense. I, but you, you know, I'd rather have Draymond. Yeah. Would you like? Why can't it be Wiggins and draft pick and one of the guys they just picked? Do you want to have Ben Simmons and Draymond on the court together in crunch time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <this month. laughs> you know, it's it's it, 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 how many. You may have trouble scoring. You know who's also going to have trouble scoring what? is the other the team. The other team. <laughs> and you still and, – and you have kind you of the cheat code. Ben Simmons yeah. would be their starting center, right? Like he, he would start yeah. at the Why five not? for them. Why not? I mean that's – What center I, in this league – what center other than maybe Gobert can Ben Simmons not guard? You know what I mean? Like, well, I think and if he can, Gobert. Draymond can. Right, Draymond. Right. Exactly. You know, like – and be hard every center in the league. I right. Mean, yeah. yeah so. do, do the, I mean, would the Warriors, uh, like, is that something that they would go for, you think, Marcus? Like, Wiggins for, for Ben Simmons? Obviously, an upgrade at, uh, of a player. Uh, not but at I'm the prices. Not at the prices Daryl Morey uh, wants. Yeah. But, but, if you just, I mean, obviously it wouldn't be an even swap, but there's there's a sentiment in organization where it's like there's no way you could play those two together. And then there's a sentiment like, yo, Ben Simmons is really good. Ben the the, really good. <laughs> the 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 uh, the odd part about it is Wiggins represents the Warriors' ability to fix a player, right? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Wiggins is a guy where you're like, hey man, look, this dude didn't play any defense. Right. He wasn't efficient. He comes to the Warriors. He plays defense, and he's more efficient, right? Yeah. So somehow, if the magic of playing next to Steph, playing next to Clay, playing with a guy like Draymond, if it helps Ben Simmons at all, that means he's even better, right? Yeah. Uh, Is Draymond going to yell at Ben Simmons until he makes free throws? <laughs> or Draymond's got to make him first, but <laughs> right, right, exactly, right. Like so, but, but I mean, look, look, look. Uh, that's really kind of up to Ben Simmons, though, right? I mean, but if if you are with if you're with Steph and Clay, there's no more protection than that for you. Yeah. There's no more parting of the sea since Moses, right? Like the driving lanes, the the thing that Ben Simmons does is amplified 
if you have the shooters. I mean, think just look at how people defend Steph and how much that's helped Wiggins, right? Mm -hmm. Who's a really good player. So I, I, I agree the offense, the lack of shooting, and if he's just deciding I'm not going to ever shoot, then I probably would want him. I, I do think he's a young player. Like, situation needs to be optimal, and maybe he can develop something to work his way out. But, man, he's not defensively. We got, we got a lot of people in the chat saying Denver as a spot for Simmons, potentially. I, still, I, still I mean, it's interesting, it but I don't know how they get him. Yeah, um, I don't know either. Yeah, but it, nobody's it's, getting it's, him when Maury's wanting like grandchildren in the field. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, the, the thing is, I think that there are a lot of Ben Simmons fits because he is a good player, but there yeah. are also a lot of Ben Simmons limitations that you're going to have to overcome if you are a championship contender. Yeah, I think I do think that the fit with the Warriors is, is is better than we're giving it credit for, in part because I think Simmons is a guy who uh, is is going to be better in sort of an improvisational kind of environment just because of his his ability to, you know, oh, I can I can if you put a small guy in me, I'll go in the post. You put a big guy on me, I'll take him to the basket or run pick and rolls. What you know, all that stuff. Um, yeah. I just wanted to get back to to something Marcus said about how other teams guarded Steph. I'm thinking back to the play-in game where you know mm-hmm. Memphis just face guarded him all yeah. over the floor, yeah. and it worked in large part because there was there. It's not just there wasn't anyone else who could you know create a shot. There's no one else who can dribble on the floor, right. and like you, you can't you can't guard Steph that way with with because if if you have Ben Simmons on the floor, so yeah. maybe he can't shoot. But he unlocks some shooting by being able to put some people in spots. Right, right. But they love, for the record, they love Wiggins, right? They love Wiggins. Uh, Wiggins has been a boon for them. And I I just don't think they're going to give up the farm to get rid of Wiggins. No, and I like Wiggins too. I just think that falling in love with your own guys is a huge mistake if you can upgrade, right? Like, And and I think Wiggins, look, Wiggins works really, really well. He learned how to play with Steph Curry quickly. Yeah. The defense is good-ish, and and the offense is fine, right? Uh, he is league average at both, and that's hard to get. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's value yeah. there. Right. I think Ben Simmons' upgrade on the defensive end, what he can do in transition, right? Like, I mean, think about Clay Thompson and Steph Curry coming up the court behind Ben Simmons in transition. Yeah. And that's going to be a lot of open looks. So yeah. there is a way, like I could sit and think, you know, think about it for 30 minutes and come up with all the ways that Ben Simmons would work with those two great shooters in particular. Yeah. Yeah. But I do worry when you've got the defense able to sag off of both Draymond and Ben Simmons. Now a lot of your handoff actions, your split cuts, they're useless because yeah. the guys are just going to hang back, go around. There's one place we haven't mentioned, and it's a team that has a lot of first round picks, a whole mess of first round picks and is desperate to kind of reset this thing because their star player is already looking askance at them. And it's the New Orleans Pelicans. The Pelicans have a ton of first-round picks still from the Lakers and from Milwaukee. Now, they're not great first-round picks, I grant you that. But they've got those. They've got a couple of young guys like Kira Lewis. They've got some young guys on their roster that you could, you could package with some of those picks you could at least make an offer, okay, <laughs> that is somewhere in the ballpark. Now, you're not going to give them Ingram because what's the point if you trade Ingram? You know what I mean? But um, I would, if I was them, I would look strongly at that. Would yeah, you? To be would honest. Yeah. That? I think, I think we've talked about this on Nerd Effect. 
paramount. I think that the Ingram Zion pairing is problematic for for New mm. Orleans going forward. Just, mm. I mean, in large part because they do sort of similar things, and neither really plays defense that much. Okay, um, right. and so that's Fair. a lot. That's a lot sort of tied up in overlapping guys. Yeah, um, yeah. So, right, I, so I, Ingram and a whole bunch of first round picks for 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 Ben Simmons. That's a much better team instantly, I think. Yep, right. I agree. Right. And and there's a there's a world. I mean, if you start thinking about it just from the Philly perspective, the picks obviously are worth a lot. But you know, Ingram is a decent player. I, I don't He's think a good that player. it's yeah, you know, good offensive player. Yeah, yeah, and he'd fit with Embiid just fine. Like his three point shooting has been improved. He's a guy yeah. that you know can create his own look which is something that they, you know, they, yeah. they lack, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know about him and Tobias. There's, there's a lot of overlap there. Right. Um, and I think I'd prefer Tobias, but mm-hmm. um, it at least gives you options. If maybe you were thinking maybe we can upgrade. Yeah. Well, they play Tobias. Tobias at the four a lot, you mm-hmm. know, so that I don't think that would be a problem necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I was thinking about because they, you know, New Orleans is right where Milwaukee was last year. Superstar is now they're not it wasn't as acute because zion can't be a free agent next year but it's getting close it's getting to the danger zone they got to do something to kind of flip that and to kind of make it make themselves into a winning team immediately um and and again ben simmons can play for me he can play for me i mean the shooting piece you can fix that okay that's fixable um but uh, you know, I everything else is. Elite. I don't think he's going to shoot ever. Yeah, maybe not. I, I just don't. I mean, he's right-handed and and plays with his left hand, and you see it when he goes to finish because he always tries to go back to that right hand. Yeah. He doesn't have great touch. But with that being said, he is such a unique athlete and player. Yeah, that we see it work in spite of that limitation. Yeah. Like I, I, I say, <laughs> that's he's, what I'm saying. He's that we good. We focus so he's much. really good. <laughs> right. We focus so much on the 10% of his game that isn't yeah. there that yeah. we miss the 90% of his game that's better than most of the guys in the league. Yeah. And so I, I'm with you. He could play for me anywhere. Yeah. It's just that. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I need to have good pieces. And, and the Warriors do have the shooting, theoretically, if Clay is back. Sure. And, sure. and obviously with Steph, that yeah. you can see like, okay, that's something that can work. But. You know, they love Wiggins. Yeah. <laughs> they love Wiggins no, and Marcus Thompson. No condescension in Two that. guys they're never getting rid of. All right. So so Jade says we should we should talk about the Knicks and then wrap it up. So let's talk yeah. about the Knicks. Again, I we talked about this before we went on the air. I mean, it was okay. It, it wasn't great. It wasn't awful. Um, it's a little bit of an overpay, I think, for Fournier, but I okay, you know, it's not it's not ridiculous overpay it's you know and they kept all their guys now you could say they had all this cap room and it's really two years in a row they've had all this cap room and they haven't really they haven't really done very much with it in terms of bringing in other guys but they've identified guys that they like you know and and Derek Rose is always going to be on scholarship on any Tom Thibodeau team, you know? Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? So, okay. That's Todd Gibson also. Right. Yep. So you, you signed, when you sign Tibbs, you're going to, you're going to inevitably have Derek Rose and Todd Gibson on your team. So um, that's okay. So I, I was fine with it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, what did you, I mean, I'll shut up now and let you guys talk. So, so I, you know, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Seth. No, no, I said they, I mean, 
they were always going to be, I think, a little bit of a candidate to even take a slight step back this year, just because mm-hmm. you know they got the first year bump of Tibbs, where everyone's playing really hard. They play, yeah. they, they played really hard on defense. They maybe caught a little bit of good fortune with opponents not shooting well, um, and then kind of, I would say, I don't think it's unfair to say they got exposed in the playoffs. Oh right? yeah, um, and then taking all of your cap space and deciding to run that back. Yeah. I think that's a little bit of buying a, some of their. It was. For them, it was a great, like, feel-good season last year, but it feels a little bit like a little too much of their own press clippings kind mm-hmm. of they, they bought. And then they – let's run it back. And are they are, are they a top four seed in the East by any stretch now? Are they – I mean, I think they're the – almost to, to my mind at best, the fifth best team in the East. Yeah. And you have to really pen- think Mitchell Robinson and Barrett have yeah. another level to go to. Right. I mean, you have to yeah. really believe that. Yeah. I'm not sure. I really well, believe it, that. It, you, I then know. you just look at the teams that we feel like got better, right? Like the wizards got better. We think Yeah, uh, the bulls got better. And I think they're kind of all going to be in the mix in that six. Right. The play in is, is going to be really, really Indiana. I think going to be better just because of Carlisle. Right. I mean, you know, they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll be, They'll be organized. You know what I mean? Things won't be so crazy, right? If the the Hawks will have a full season of McMillan. Yeah, right, right. right. If if the Knicks have Fournier, do they beat the Hawks? Maybe. Maybe. Probably not, though. I don't don't know. That 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 series wasn't wasn't close. It wasn't close. (laughs) No, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's a bit underwhelming. That felt like, yo, you got got a measuring stick up again. You got washed. Yeah. One of the really yeah. good, the, like top yeah. four teams in the East, yeah. and you you decided to add Fournier. Like, right. okay, we were right there, Fournier. Right, right, right. I don't know. And I, Detroit's going to be better just because of Kate Cunningham. They're going to be better. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, so they're coming along too. So this is a team that I think has done a good job of restraining itself, which is out of character for them, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and but to a certain Up degree, until now. Right. So they, they hit all these singles last year to go back to the baseball metaphor. They hit all these singles last year, but then they just, I don't know, let's just keep the same batting order. And, and I, just, I just don't like it. They, they should have mixed it up a little bit. Uh, Nerlens, I, I like bringing back, right? Like mm-hmm. That's that's a good move. And he's a guy that you're going to be able to, to flip somewhere else if you need to. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. on a, I mean, that deal is, is great. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think that this, they didn't really do anything. It's just, yeah. we're going to try this again. It's probably not going to work as well. But they're thinking two years ahead of now. And that's a bad place for the Knicks to live in. Yeah. Because we've yeah. seen it just come back to Burnham. Yes, what, what are you saving years, all that right? cap space for? for 20 man? years. Yeah. 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 Scion is what they're saying. <laughs> well, well right. yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. There I mean, is, they are know. certainly in the Zion speculation business. No doubt. No I, doubt. I mean, I, I think that that's, I'm, that may not have been the intent, but I think that that's sort of might be how all this plays out is a lot of those deals are going to be sort of expiring when yeah. that situation perhaps comes to a head. Right. 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 Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. All right. All right, gents. Well, this was fantastic. I think um, we'll, we have to get back on the phones now, all of us, and see where all these other people are going. Yeah. Uh, I'm thank just going to wait for Marcus to tell me. Exactly. Exactly. Um, thank you all for listening and watching and, and joining in with us. Appreciate the uh, questions, most of them. Only a couple of dumb most questions here. Yeah, there's, there's only a couple of dumb ones in here. I won't say for sure, but there's a couple. <laughs> Were they the questions about how good is Danny Green? 
Because those are what I did. <laughs> well, that's a dumb question because everyone should know. So ah. parent. <laughs> we will we will regale you with more tales of Danny Green on our next uh, live podcast. But thanks for joining in. Uh, we always want you to leave a review. Five stars are nice on Apple and Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. Marcus. If it's less than five stars, what do these Bamas need to do? Keep it to yourself, you hater. All right. Out. We're out. Later. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.